Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success. I'm here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. And today I'm going to rehash things that I jotted down over the weekend, if that's okay with you. Okay, so let's get started. I live in the United States, and I also live in the state of Rhode Island. Uh, What's unique about Rhode Island is it is the smallest of all 50 states. And Texas, one of the larger I think it's the biggest continental state, Alaska being the biggest, naturally. Texas, um, there's ranches in Texas that are bigger than the state of Rhode Island. However, in my research and in my, I don't know how I came across it, but there are 29 countries smaller than Rhode Island. And I found that absolutely fascinating. You know, now Rhode Island is a geographically small state, but it has a million people, 900,000 and change or whatever. But 29 countries are smaller than Rhode Island. You know, I knew the Vatican City was a country in Rome. Um, that is Andorra, the country between Spain and France. But I don't know. I, you know, I mean, 29, that's, that's a lot to me. But I didn't fact check it nonetheless. But anyhow, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, also, a little bit of a background on myself. I never shared this with you guys. In college, I wanted to be an actor. But I soon realized from actually my acting professor, I took a couple acting classes, he said that 92%, of all actors and actresses were unemployed. That's the, the demand uh, on, on actors, or maybe the supply. You know, the, the point is, I said, well, that's horrible odds. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I wasn't that passionate to become an actor. So I moved on from, from that. So I opted to become a stunt double. However, over half of them are out on disability. <laughs> so that's how I decided to become a, a life insurance agent where 85% of the people don't really want to buy what you're offering. You know, but somehow I managed to pull off a 25-plus year lucrative career. Uh, And that's sometimes how we find our passions, folks. You know, I don't think a lot of people are passionate about becoming an insurance agent, but they become passionate about what it does and what it can provide. You know, it provides a lot of freedom as far as the individual uh, selling insurance. Also, it provides a lot of um, stability and comfort 
for the people that may benefit from the insurance, whether your house burns down, your car is in an auto accident, or your loved one's life is taken suddenly. So that was another piece of news that I, I came up with. And then the insight of the day for Saturday was out of all of the mountains of despair, out of the mountain of despair comes a stone of hope. Initially, I just didn't delete it. I just went by the email. I said, I'm not going to use that. But it was pretty good. You know what I mean? Out of the mountain of despair. In other words, we have a big mountain here. And we're saying there's despair in that mountain. That whole mountain's despair. But what comes out of the mountain is a stone of hope. You know, hope is the anecdote for despair. So sometimes, even though you're faced with a huge problem, what you're faced with is an, also an opportunity, literally. It doesn't feel like it at the time, believe me, I know. Um, mental health disease, or diseases, are considered invisible illnesses. But they're anything but invisible. You know, you can see the path of destruction if those diseases are left untreated. You know, and, and quite frankly, um, you know, they say it's invisible because it's, it's a mental disease, but, you know, heart disease is invisible, you know what I mean? Unless I'm going in with a scope to, to check your heart, which some professionals may say, well, yeah, that's why it's invisible. A doctor can go in and scope someone's heart and see if it's bad or good. But, you know, when this guy drops down from a heart attack, you know, on the basketball court, you know, it's pretty invisible as to what it was that caused it. If we knew, we'd be in good shape. But, again, I think I'm arguing with myself here. <laughs> so many folks... Seek the help of God by going to adoration. And adoration is where they have the Blessed Sacrament actually exposed. Uh, and you can pray in front of uh, Jesus Christ himself. Uh, he is um, present body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist, as what, what we as Catholics firmly believe. And a lot of folks go to these adoration chapels uh, to seek help from God. But going to these adoration chapels doesn't help. It's leaving them with a plan that helps. You know, you can spend all day in there but if you don't come out with some marching orders or a plan or a sense of peace and clarity, um, you know, you may as well have not gone at all in a certain respect. So it's not so much um, the exercise, but getting out what you can from the exercise. I hope I didn't offend anybody because that was not my intent. The world 
offers you comfort. But you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. That was Pope Benedict XVI. Now, I'm all on board. I'm made for greatness, absolutely. But then you have to realize what comes with greatness. And that's a lot of hard work, a lot of effort, you know, and a lot of mental anguish, a lot of physical anguish. And we need to anticipate and be ready for that when we say we want this or want that because there's a lot of people wanting to lose 30 pounds, but they're not really doing anything about it. You know, sure, they're going to the gym, but they're not gaining weight. They're not losing weight either. You know, you really have to be locked in. I thought that was a great quote. And the other thing, this was, I said to myself, I said, listen, quotes don't do a thing for you, Jankarella. They don't. Unless you act on the meaning of the quote. And that's a true statement. Matthew Kelly said, we can't properly live without hope. And that things are going to get better. You can live, but if you want to live properly, you need hope. You need encouragement. You need self-talk to say, this is going to pass, this negativity. And sometimes you need to physically go in there and rip it out of your mind. Well, I, I'm, I'm joking, because you can't really physically go in and rip something out of your mind. As Bob Proctor says, your brain is your mind just as much as your thumbnail is your mind. You know. So what happens if you continue to think the way you always thought? And I think you guys know this. That's right. You get what you've always got. Paul J. Meyer, fantastic. I was introduced to him. I think he was dead when I was introduced to him um, by Darren Hardy. It was a mentor of Darren Hardy's, the Darren Daly that I recite to you guys. But Paul was a heck of a, I believe, life insurance salesman. But, you know, if you continue to think the way you've always thought, you'll get what you've always got. And Bishop... Fulton Sheen said, prayer begins by talking to God, but it ends by listening to him. Silence is the soul's language. And I struggle with that. You know, I can bang out a, our Father, Hail Mary, you know, Apostles' Creed, St. Michael prayer, you know. You name it, uh, the Memorare, yeah. Uh, there's a number of them. And I can pray it intently. At times I wander a bit. But my point is to sit in silence is very difficult for me. It's a form of meditation in a certain respect, which I struggle with. But you need to sit in silence with God. After you've given him the marching orders, so to speak, allow him to then give you the marching orders back. That will certainly 
turn your life around for the better. Um, just what little listening I've done, uh, I've, I've been very taken back. And again, it's not listening with, with our senses, you know, our see, hear, smell, taste, touch. Um, it's, it's, it's not those at all. It's our um, higher faculties, our perception, our will, our imagination, our reasoning, our memory, our intuition. You know, that's where things come alive. So I'll listen and not thinking anything of it, maybe a day or so down the road, being at the gym or in church or out and about in town, the answer will come to me either through an interaction with another person or just, you know, pops into my mind. I'm like, holy cow, where'd that come from? You know, it, it's, it's amazing when you leave yourself, I don't want to say vulnerable, but if you leave yourself open, uh, you will certainly be um, more apt to receive good, helpful information. And success. Let's see. It starts with a thought, then turns into a mindset, which leads to success. It all starts with a thought, simple thought. And get that simple, positive thought and energetic, motivating, ins inspiring, admirable, whatever it may be, get that thought to circulate in your mind to, to, to establish the mindset. And then that mindset will be a habit. And that habit will lead to success in whatever you're looking for, whether it's a better marriage, a better relationship with a, with a friend or a loved one. A, a better career, uh, a better spiritual, uh, spirituality, spiritual relationship, whatever it may be, um, you, you'll get that by just a simple thought. And today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow you want. And it's true, you know, don't leave it to tomorrow, do it today. Today's the opportunity. Yes, let tomorrow take care of itself, but let's get things done today so tomorrow will be better. And uh, Bishop Sheen, God rest his soul, another quote that he has here, he said, there are three roles when dealing with other people, and he listed kindness three times. But I put be kind, show kindness, and love kindness. In order to be kind, you need to love kindness. You could be kind once if you hated kindness, I guess, but if you truly wanted to be kind every day to someone, to something, um, you need to love it and just learn to love it. And Darren Daly today says, why you need to push back hard um, 
This takes courage and confidence, but it is essential and necessary. And what he's saying is, is don't always follow the leader in what the leader presents. You know, just don't take it and put it in the machine and let it go out. You know what I mean? Sometimes analyze it for yourself. And you may have to push back hard and say, listen, this isn't right. And it could have been an oversight or could have been something that he didn't, uh, the, the, he or she, the CEO, whatever, didn't, didn't see, um, different perspective. You know, that's what, you know, employees are for. They're part of the union. They're part of the chain. They're part of the, the whole dichotomy. And it's, it's tough sometimes when you have large companies that seem to be uh, vast of, of endless, I don't know, vacuums, so to speak. But he also talks about micromanaging, you know, and as a leader, don't, you don't want to be a micromanager because that disempowers those that aren't the boss, you know, and, and micromanaging kind of takes people out by the legs. You know, feedback must be desired. Everyone needs to provide input and yes, people is a big, what did I put? Yes, people is a big danger? I don't know what that means. So you can, the stenographer that's uh, handling this podcast, if she can erase, <laughs> erase that, please. Um, we have Dr. Brian Schutz. And it's a pretty timely one. The time is always right to do what is right. And that's from MLK K Jr. Uh, happy Martin Luther King Day Jr. Folks. Um, it's a holiday here, a national holiday in the United States. And Martin Luther King Jr. was a um, unbelievable um, transformer, you know, he took civil rights at its best and really made the country better for it. I truly believe that. And lastly, the motivation us quote was no work is insignificant. All labor that uplifts humanity has dignity and importance and should be undertaken with painstaking excellence. That was also a quote by Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, he was a, a great man from what I studied in school and what I pick up from the media. Uh, and I think that's a way that we should all live by. So with that said, I plan on checking in with you guys tomorrow. And in the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.